Oh, I just thought of Carrie's tits. <coughs> What's up? I just thought of Carrie's tits. From the... Nathan? Oh, right. No, I know. Carrie's tits before she got rid of them. She got rid of them? No, I really have no idea, but she like must have, because last time we saw her, she had no... Oh, tits. yeah, she had no magic. She had no sprinkles. Yeah, you're right. What the hell happened? Her sprinkles just dried up. I guess that'll happen. Happens with old age. We yeah. also, in our heads, were like, oh, that was like a year ago, but it was really like eight years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, I wonder how much of the sprinkles was truly in the eye of the beholder. Like, if we started going there every Tuesday again and got the the weekly charm of her, would she get her sprinkles back? She honestly might. Jury's still out. But it might not be quite as many sprinkles. Yeah, that's right. Shall we? I'm so sure cast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 178 of I'm So Sure Cast. I'm your host, Tim Riley, with Tim Sullivan. Hello, everybody. Boy, oh boy, do we have a jam-packed episode for you this evening. Ooh. That's right, jam, jam, jam-packed. Bad-packed. What do you got? Uh, Since this is packed solid, let's get right into it. Well, folks, we witnessed the marriage of Eric Serlin Storage and Alyssa Serlin Storage. This past weekend. I woke up the next morning under my bed, which I thought was weird. Eric still doesn't know where he is. Eric has tied the knot, folks. He's no longer on the market anymore. Right. That is true. Um... Listen, beautiful, fantastic wedding. Great wedding. Great wedding. Lots of people. It was fun. We had a ton of fun. Lots of fun. So they uh, got married outside underneath one of those, actually a really nice like altar thing with fucking- With greenery. Live greenery growing on it. And um, uh, so like the wedding itself, fantastic food. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Drinks. We'll We'll get to that. That was all great. Now listen, this place was run like fucking goddamn Fort Knox, okay? You pull in, and Eric was like, oh, when you pull in, just park like off to the left. So we were like, okay. Luckily, we pull in. There's a guy there to direct us where to park. There's a gigantic field with loads of parking spots. But we have to follow him so that he can tell me where to park, even though you know I would have definitely totally parked in a different spot. But tells us where to park. Okay. Then like we're getting our shit out of the car and he's just like talking to us the whole time. Probably. I think he was pretty much trying to tell us like. Do you have bread? Uh, that they didn't even have bread. They only had potatoes. And we're like, I guess Whoa. they didn't allow bread in the place. So that was the first question. He asked. Right. But we're like, oh, no, we're looking for Eric. And he was almost like, oh, no, you can't. You can't go see the groom. And we're like, no, no, no. Like, like we, no, no, no. We, we don't want to kill him. No, we can see him. Like other people can't, but we can. He was like, no, no, no. We're like, listen. So then Karen calls Tim and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, come in there. And the guy's like, oh, you want to go in there? And we're like, yep. And he's, and so then I guess by pretending to get a phone call from Karen, which he actually did get, the guy suddenly was agreeable to letting us see the wedding. Yeah, I wasn't even using my phone. I was just using my thumb and my pinky. <laughs> uh, but then we're led to the where the uh, girls are. Right. And we're like, oh, hey, wow. Oh, my God. So beautiful. Oh, my God. This is great. I love how the first thing I do is show up, and then Karen goes, oh, you're wearing glasses? Uh, I actually remember that. That was pretty And funny. I go, yeah, just because I got to see a little bit. Long story. 
of why I was wearing my. She's glasses. like, you should take them off soon, and, and she like, just okay. goes, "Oh, let me let me put this in my bag." <laughs> um, and then somebody was so like, "Oh, you look like a freak." Someone was, yeah. Eric was in there, right? The girl with the girls, right? No, who wasn't no. at that point? Then someone was like, "You want to go see the guys?" And we we're like, "Ah, yeah," which was like next door. And then right, the guys, and oh my god, hey, oh fuck, what's up, dude? That shit. Yeah, magically we were allowed to seconds later, which is weird. Yeah. And then uh, we went back out, back over to the girls, because they had the booze. Right. So then we cracked a couple beers. We're st- Apparently they offered the guy booze, but everyone turned it down, except Chuck Fett. Yeah, weird. Interesting. So then we're drinking booze, and then we find out that they, uh, the workers there were like Nazis, because it's like in this little house thing, and there's a little patio that's about eight feet big, and they were standing on the patio drinking, and they're like, whoa, whoa, you guys can't be drinking those out here. You have to be inside the building. And they're like, what the fuck? So then they just like had to, you know, step two feet away back into the house, which seems dumb, right? Uh, anyways, then we go down to the wedding, watch the wedding, blah, blah, blah. Then it's cocktail hour, right? Open bar, dude. Right? Nice day, too. It did start getting a little chilly because it's late September, but it did get it did th- get chilly. They had a very good day. Do you remember when it was chilly at Eric's wedding in September? Nice. Um, okay. Oh boy. Fuck. It's, this is gonna happen. Uh, we'll we'll relaunch the app while we're we, we've got a malfunction. Um, so fucking open bar, right? So I'm like, oh yeah, what's up? What do you got? Okay, you got bourbon. I'll get a maker's mark on the rocks, and they go, um, yeah, we're gonna have to actually put something else in it. We can't just give it to you on the rocks. He's like, we're going to have to put actual rocks in it. I was looking for record scratch, but I don't even know this thing. I know it like the back of my cock. He knows it like the back of his cock. We're going to have to actually put something in it. So I'm like, okay, fuck. uh, My cock? Oh, yeah. We're telling stories. I guess put a splash of soda water. And they're like, okay. So then he puts like more than a... What if you did regular water? That's what I ended up doing after. Um, So he puts like more than a splash. And I was like, Jesus Christ. So then... I drink that thing, and then I start noticing a little bit of hubbub going around because people are like, "Oh, I can't even fucking carry a drink. Can't get a fucking drink. Bring, can't bring. I have to walk all the fucking get my drink." I'm like, "What's going on?" And they were like, "If you want to get somebody else a drink, you have to go up, get the two drinks, leave one at the bar, walk the one drink back to the person, then walk back to the bar, get your drink. At no point are you allowed to be holding two drinks, even right. if it's just to walk." 20 feet to give it to somebody. I wonder if you could hold both drinks, but you can't walk with both drinks. Oh, that's a good question. It's like with COVID, you could sit down. But if you, you if up. you were munching on popcorn, COVID couldn't kill the entire restaurant. Right. But if you were just sitting there without munching, you'd need your mask. Dead. Fucking dead. <clears throat> um, so we're like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Then we start noticing there's a nerdy guy with cargo pants and a t-shirt tucked into his cargo pants. And, Hold up. Uh, and uh, what do you call them? Like, what kind of boots? Tactical boots on. And a, sh- a hat that says Navy. And he's guarding the grapes. Oh, yeah. Because there's uh, apparently a vineyard, right? So this guy is standing there, arms crossed with a walkie talkie, guarding the grapes, Got walking it. back and forth, making sure nobody gets near the fucking grapes. I wonder how much they spent on grape security because there were a. Uh, that guy definitely was. Overqualified, or very under, and that's like well, his... overqualified for grapes, underqualified for people. Oh yeah, 
I think he was qualified to do the job. I'm pretty sure he just bought that Navy hat at like fucking Pip. You mm. know what I mean? But um, anyways, so he's guarding the grapes. Um, oh, what what else? Then we, what the fuck? I feel like I forgot one thing. But then Kev was like, "Oh, can you can you hold my drink while I go take photos?" I was like, "Honestly, Kev, I don't think I can." <laughs> so I just put it on a table and stood near it. That was my loophole. Right. Ah, comes so back. that worked then. Yeah, yeah. Comes back and then. Is this you know, still during the cocktail hour? Still cocktail hour. All right. Then somebody goes to smoke a butt. Wasn't me because I didn't smoke one until after dinner. I think it was Kevin Ryan, which actually I don't even think I heard about the bucket until after. So let's skip ahead. Worst storyteller ever. You're skipping a part that no one even knows it began yet. You know, you go in, yeah. You go inside. You read your name on the thing. Tells you what table. Eric. I, Eric made that, by the way. Eric fucking made that. Probably saved about seven hundred dollars by doing that. I think he did. Uh, I had a good table. Great, great table. Lots of people. Fantastic. There were great people on both sides of great my table. table. A lot of laughing and fun. So, uh, sitting at the table, eventually, um, I did take an Adderall, which was, which was fantastic. Oh, I took one too that yeah. you gave me. Oh yeah. Kept the fucking party going all night long, you know? But at one point we were like, let's go smoke a bot. So we go smoke a fucking mm. bot. I smoked four cigarettes that night. But you're only allowed to smoke at this place next to the dumpster because if you smoke cigarettes, you're basically trash is what they're trying to tell you. Mm -hmm. And there's a orange five-gallon bucket on the ground with a sign sticking out of it that says uh, if even like one cigarette butt is found outside of this bucket, the bride and groom will lose their security deposit. And while you're standing there smoking, a different security guard guy is just standing there watching you smoke <laughs> to make sure that you don't fuck everything up. That guy ended up being cool, though. He was a little classic. Yeah, yeah. Because he started joining in on the mockery of the sign. Yeah. Yeah. And he would. what he would do is he'd come, he'd walk towards you, he'd talk a little bit. Then he'd start backing away while talking. And then he'd get just far enough away where you're like, okay, finally he's leaving us alone. And you go, yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, is that what he's talking about? Yeah, no, I definitely, and he'd come walking back. Yeah, yeah. And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I know, yeah, that's crazy. Wait a minute, did you say you guys, you just got you just got back from golfing? And we're like, dude, just stay here if you're going to talk. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, yeah, I know, I need to work on my swing. It's really. But what's hilarious is, so when prior to that guy talking to us, he was just. Around? Watching us. Yeah. And then, um, so Mike Frazier came out and I was like, Mike, you have to, you have to dump your vape in the bucket when they're done. (laughs) And then, uh, and then Ryan goes, uh, no, no, I go, Ryan, if you don't put the, oh, Ryan took a picture of all of us smoking. Yeah. And I was like, if someone leaves a butt outside the bucket. And that picture makes its way to Eric. Eric's going to like hunt us all down because <laughs> we're the ones that cost him his security deposit. Right. And then Ryan jokingly goes, you know what? I might just do it anyway to see what happens. And then the, that's when the guy came out of nowhere. He's like, yeah, you're not going to, you're not going to want to do that guy. No, he, he goes, don't do it, man. Don't do it. And at first I thought he was like getting real, but he was la- he was joking. Yeah. And then it broke the ice that the guy 
you know, I'm sure he would start getting a little pissy if we were actually missing the bucket. Right, right. But the guy at least had a sense of humor about it. Oh, yeah. Um, And then Kev gave him a uh, golf lesson. Yeah, for like like an hour. In full Heath Ledger character. Kev towards the end of the night was fucked up. He, he was, was so drunk. Up. And um, I fucked up. Not like, you know, sloppy, but I could just tell he was fucking drunk. And uh, he starts talking to the guy about golf and then just picks up a stick off the ground and just starts giving him a full-blown golf lesson. And then and after- the other thing with Kevin Faye is 30% of the time, he's in character as Heath Ledger's The Joker. <laughs> right. So he's giving the guy a lesson going, come here, come here. Uh, but it was actually great because at first he was like talking down to the guy like in character in a way right um which was totally entertaining i wish there was somebody else was there to see it but uh yeah got this give this guy a fucking golf lesson and then i started going all right kev yeah i'm gonna go inside dude and he just kept going just repeating i think he wanted to stay out there oh he totally did i cranked a lot of butts that night which i didn't mean to after he repeated himself the fourth time i was like all right i'm going in there's just something about being very warm and sweaty on a on a hot wedding dance floor. Oh, Jesus. And stepping out into the crisp fall air that just requires you to light up a cigarette. Right. I don't know what it is. No, I don't either. Call it addiction. Call it desire. Call it climate change. Call it addiction. I don't give a fuck what you call it, man. It's something. I just like smoking a fucking butt. Yeah. On a wedding day. And then after I drank one of the whiskeys with like a little bit of soda water, then tried to do it another time. I was like, oh, yeah, let me get a whiskey on the rocks. And I guess you have to put soda water in it. And the guy's like, sure. And he literally gave me a whiskey and soda. I was like, Jesus Christ. Not at all what I fucking want. And then later I was with Dan Sullivan. He was drinking like a glass of whiskey with a lemon in it. I was like, how the fuck do you get that? He's like, I just told him I wanted whiskey on the rocks with a lemon. I was like, so it could be a fruit? So I like went up to the next. Alexa, shut up. If it tastes sweet, it's considered a fruit. What a fucking. What? Uh, So then he's like, oh, you got to go to that guy too. So I go up to that guy, throw 20 bucks in his tip cup and leave it hanging over so he can see that I didn't just put a $1 bill. And this is the same guy the whole night, right? I think it's a different guy than was outside this time. Oh, I think. I think it's the same guy. Maybe it was. Either way. Did the 20 bucks. I was like, yeah, yeah, let me get a fucking bourbon on the rocks with a lemon. And he makes it. And he goes, just so you know, I have to put just a splash of water in it. You're like, why didn't you do I'm like, this at the, the beginning? I'm like, that's fine. Do it. And he just like puts like two drips of water. Nice. I was like, we couldn't. Or maybe he was just lubed up. Maybe he knew that night was ending. Because I think a lot of those rules, right? One, I'm assuming that place either really fucked up or is on the verge of losing their liquor license. They must be. There would be... But, so I'm thinking, the the whole thing, right, with the people that work there, they probably got read some super threatening uh, speech early on in the night that, like, if anyone leaves here, like, conspicuously cocked, it's going to be bad. Yeah. So I think maybe by the time you got that whiskey, it was probably like nine. The wedding mm. ended at ten. Yeah. So the guy was probably just like, "All right, yeah, fuck it, fuck it." Yeah. I wish that's how they gave me the other. But drinks. that's how I knew the Adderall was working, 
because I was fucking sucking down those Bud Lights. Oh, yeah. I had... I, uh, Bud Light would legitimately last me 10 minutes, and I would just keep getting and getting. I must have had 15 Bud Lights, but I never felt like I was getting lazy or drunker. That's the thing about Adderall. That's is, why I love it. You just maintain. Oh, it just leaves you feeling sober as a church bird. It does. <laughs> it's not a church mouse. As if even that phrase isn't ridiculous. Right. But... um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Eric took that from somewhere or I got that from Eric, the sober as a church mouse. No, I've heard that before. I just think <laughs> it's so funny because it's a, it's true. It's a church mouse is dead sober. Yeah. Unless it's been drinking church wine. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Uh, but even like actually he's right later on in the night where you could leave the dance floor area and go out that big barn door and go to the left, go to the bathroom. Yeah. There were like five employees right. standing outside to usher you towards the bathroom to make oh, sure yeah, yeah. you didn't go anywhere else. Yeah, like the t- uh yeah, right when you exit the barn, there was always two ladies right there. They were like overstaffed yeah. to the tits. They were staffed at the tits. They were staffed to the tits. Place was gorgeous though. Oh gorgeous, fantastic. my boy. Fan fucking fantastic. Wedding was great. Food was fantastic. Yeah, honestly, it was it was an excellent time. Lot of fun was great. Lot of good times. Lot of good times had by all. Okay. But uh no, it was fantastic. And I'm really happy for Eric and Lesson that everything went smoothly. Cause you you know, something always is a little off yeah. at a wedding day, because you can't control shit. Right. But it was great. I wonder if Eric didn't have really any beers before the ceremony was is because he's so nervous of probably sounding buzzed. Yeah, probably. Whereas I had like ten seltzers for mine. Oh yeah, <laughs> I feel like I was fine. And then I love how I go up to Eric and I go, "I've had like four cigarettes," and he goes, "I'm packing a Zin right now," and just opens his mouth and there's just a Zin resting on his tongue. There's Zin everywhere, dude. It's fucking awesome. Kenyon was popping those things all night. Wow, oh, Jesus. That must have been where he got it. Anytime oh, yeah. I anytime I see Kenyon, I go, Are you packing heat? And he he's always like, Yep. And my and I asked him at the wedding, Are you packing heat? He goes, naked. And I said, Jesus Christ. What if something happened? Too bad Joey Durso's not here to save us all. Yeah, because if Joey Durso was there, I wouldn't be nervous that Kenyon wasn't packing. Right. <laughs> I'd say at least Joey's here. Uh, I think that probably finishes up the wedding recap. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it was just a great time. Yeah, a lot of dancing, drinking. We eating. golfed at Black Swan in the morning. Fox. That's right. We played Black Swan in the fucking morning, didn't we? Yeah, that was fun. And I went and I went early. It was cold. I was at the driving range warming up. It was very cold. Warming up for like a half an hour. I was like, I'm going to fucking kill it today, dude. I was striping them. Played a horrible round. Unfucking believe just what happens, man. It's golf. Happens, dude. But I was like, dude, nobody else is at the range warming up. I'm going to be fucking so good today. Right. Wasn't the case. Hey, man, it's all right. Um, what, wasn't there something else? Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. That fucking lady, though, at, uh, at goddamn Mr. Mike's. Yeah. Oh. Works her buns off. Oh, yeah. So I know they can't find a staff to save their cock. Yeah. But that lady fucking. Now, it's it's great to see, you know, someone dedicated, but it also sucks when it, you know, it takes 
three times the amount of time to get a drink. Right. And you feel That's bad because she's all stressed out and shit. Well, also, it's always preferable to sit at the bar. But when we have a group of people. Yeah. Like if we have, it depends on time on the time of day. But sitting at the bar is a totally different animal, you know? Oh, yeah. But yeah, she works her buns off. Pretty cute, too. What did I say? Cute? Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, Old? Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, developments. Oh. So we got an email from the Riddler. Oh, boy. What was the last one that we couldn't get? Something The bowling ball one? Uh, I believe it was the bowling ball. <laughs> Whoa, Jesus. Are we boring you? Yeah, sorry. Um, and as happens sometimes with... Um, what would you call the Riddler? Like a, um, oh God, not a villain. Uh, I don't know, like mysterious people that send you, like an admirer or like a like a uh, pen pal. No, I don't fucking know. Um, just like an anonymous. Uh, wow, this is getting dumb. Yeah. What are you trying to think of? What I'm trying to say is he got cocky, and now I know who the fuck it is. Oh, 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 he let his guard down, and yeah. now he's fucked. Yeah, Zanibidi's toast. Because I know who it is now. Um, we cracked the case. So this reads: "Hello, Tim. Period. And Tim. Period. It appears I had you both stumped with my last riddle. I'm taking a small break from riddles. I've been very busy working on some fan art. Let me know what you think. I hope you like it. And then below, he posts an image, which is." Definitely from Neural Blender, which if you're familiar with what Neural Blender is, it's a website uh, where you can enter, you can type in whatever you want, you know, like apple tree shit, and it'll create, an AI bot will create art based off the words you enter. Now, there's only about three people that I know that even know what Neural Blender is. That would actually be a good album cover. I know it actually would. Maybe our band should just be called Tim's. Maybe it should. Maybe it should just be called Stem. You mean Smith? No, I meant Stem. Oh. Uh, but anyways. Uh, I think I know who it is. And do I say I know? Do I say who it is? Or do I just tell them, hey, I'm on your fucking trail, dickhead? I think you can let the Riddler know in ways without... Letting the audience know in ways. So if the Riddler's listening. I know who you are, you red-haired fuck. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus, that's a little obvious. All right. All right. Sorry. I'm sorry. Might as well just say his name at this point. No, I'm not going to do it. All right. I know who it is, though. Um, Right. I like how you didn't go with headed. You went with haired. It's usually red-headed fuck. Is it? No, not not that hair isn't correct. It's just I feel like the more common. No, that's true. Maybe it's because we're always calling the girl from Ozarks the curly-headed fuck. Yeah. Shouldn't it be curly-haired fuck? Yeah, yeah. The, the curly-haired is more specific. I think you're only saying headed if it's red. Everything else should be haired. But what's the difference? We call Brown it- hair. I don't know. Just, just syntax. Well... For the same reasons you'd say red-headed, I say curly-headed. But haired makes sense. But you wouldn't... Because your head's not actually red. You would type in, you know, POV hot red-headed babe gets fucked. 
Yeah. You wouldn't type in curly headed babe. You type in curly haired. No, because if, if I typed in curly haired, I'm going to get a bunch of Japanese pubic porn where if I said curly headed, <laughs> they're only going to focus on the head. That might actually be true. You got to you got to be you got to specify the location of the hair. I don't know. I still think you'd say curly haired. Well, in after, most cases, even after if we're, the show, we'll go we're not on Pornhub <laughs> and we'll see if the results vary. So if you were in a grocery store. Yeah. And you grabbed, you know, like some vanilla yogurt, Greek yogurt. <laughs> Shobani? Yep. And you were walking down the aisle with Not it in, flat your, plane. in your basket. And some lady goes, hey, where do you, I've been looking for that. Where'd you get that? And you look back down the aisle where you came from, and there's a woman with curly hair standing right where the yogurt is. <laughs> yeah. You'd say, see that curly haired woman over there? It's right there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You want to say, see that curly-headed fuck? Yeah, no, you're right. No, curly hair definitely makes the most sense. I think because curly-headed fuck, <laughs> a name, again, started by Eric, just sticks with me. <laughs> so now any any uh, any time I use the phrase, let me see her name. Oh, I'm so sure I almost typed in curly-headed fuck. <laughs> It's the girl in Ozarks. Um, Julia Garner is the actress's name. See, this is why sometimes I wish this was a video podcast because then we could just put her picture up. The problem with... See, yeah. No, I agree, but he, here's the problem with No, video. I don't want to do a video podcast. It's it's a fucking nightmare and it's not necessary, but I'm just saying that certain benefits... There are. ...would be to just immediately like cut to this. Oh, Jesus. I'm sure the lighting is that specific. Or this. Oh my god, she does look like a curly-headed fuck. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I hate her already. Yeah, her character's not likable. Like Agent Madani was pretty hot and also kind of who? Agent Madani from um Punisher. Oh, I never watched that. But show. her facial expressions, any overacting. Oh, I heard I she was so awful at acting. Yeah, her facial expressions pissed me right off. Yeah, and I heard she was awful. That's apparently controversial. That made some people angry. Hey, I said what I said. I think I'm the only guy in America that hasn't seen The Punisher. Really? I thought that was a Netflix show. I believe it is, yeah. But it must not be on Netflix anymore. Maybe not. I thought it was on Netflix. Was it Showtime? Let me see. Could have been Showtime. Um, Pretty entertaining, though. Yeah, heard it. I heard good things. If you're into, like, you know, guns and punching and, you know, bleeding and... Fucking it's muscles. now it's on Disney Plus. What? Are you sure it's the right one? Yeah. Is there a screenshot? Yeah. There's your boy. Yeah, that's the one. Huh. Go figure. Disney, Disney huh? Plus. Jeez. Disney Plus just takes everything now. Oh yeah. Disney owns everything. Everything but my fucking rights. Well, and my cock. they're coming for that. They are. They're, they're no, they're literally coming for kids' cocks. They are. That's actually fucking true. Um, but either way, we know who the Riddler is. And nothing from Mabouche, which is actually kind of concerning. Yeah. But that's fine, just fine. I felt like there was something else, but I'm not going to fucking even... I don't even know. Hmm. I don't know. I thought you said this was a jam-packed episode. 
Yeah, jam-packed was the three minutes about Eric's wedding that I stretched out to seven minutes. I golfed yesterday. How'd that go? It was cold as fuck. You're kidding me. No one cares about my girlfriend, but it was uh, it was a little chilly. I'll tell you, Zen is really something. Oh, it's great. Anytime. Now, this is two times that I'm that I'm referring to, but anytime, every single time, I'm playing golf, and I toss a Zen in. Oof, it just sharpens you like a tack. You know what I mean? Yep. Your fucking spatial awareness is on point. Sometimes it gets me too buzzing, though. Yeah, you got to be careful. You got to have, you got to do it at the right time in the right context. And you have to have the wherewithal to be like, I'm feeling it now, so I need to think ahead, right, and take it out now because it's going to continue to do its thing after I take it out. Yes, it's gonna, it's gonna surpass its exit from your mouth. Right. But, um, but yeah, no, Zin's great. Oh, Zin's fantastic, isn't it, folks? I just got to do it. You know, I, I just got to know when to take it. And then I'll always text Jeff Borstel, and I'll be like, are you packing his in right now? And he goes, obviously. Pretty much any time I ask him. Yeah. I don't know. Some people, I think when you get used to it, it's fine. Like, this is a uh, totally boring story, but since it relates to Zen. Because I was thinking of it. As if this isn't a whole boring yeah, that's show? Good, no, no, but even by this show's standards, this oh, is boring. Jesus but Christ. That's going to be bad. Uh, I fucking hate when people like tell others unless unless i just golf with you we're, we're both discussing how he played yeah i hate when people talk about their golf game. like you're at a party and some guy's like all right yeah so yesterday you know whole six scottish when you cross the street yeah fucking bombed one off the tee yeah fucking hit one into like three feet okay missed the fucking putt jesus christ so i i hate when people do that and i'm about to do that Kind of. So yesterday. No, no, no. I keep thinking yesterday was Sunday. This is Sunday. Today's Tuesday. So yeah, two days ago. Right. All right. It's me, Tony, this guy, Mike Walsh. We're in the last group. First hole, right? It's windy as fuck. Windy as a witch's tit. Jesus Christ. So I hit a little pop-up, but it goes far enough. Oh, right? Yep. First hole, playing at the Oaks. Great, great fucking course in Summersworth, New Hampshire. God. Yep. Anyways. Little pop-up drive. Still probably goes like 2.30, though. So it's a pop-up, but oh, it's not terrible. That's pretty good. So now I'm like uh, pitching wedge up, but I use a 9-iron because it's fucking cold. Right? Okay. Hit a 9-iron. Flies the pin. I love if I'm doing exactly what oh, I just said I hate. Fuck's sake. Flies the pin by about 20 feet. Rolls back a good 10. So I got a decent, you know, look at birdie. Oh, geez, 10-foot putt. Yeah. And uh, I fucking sink it, right? <gasps> yep. For some reason, I got this, like, overly aggressive adrenaline. Like, I was buzzing, but not really in an enjoyable way. In a way where I was oh, like, Jesus, dude, I may have to, like, fucking sit down and have, like, water. Oh, really? And I did drink a shit ton the night before and stayed up till 3 in the morning. And did you have a coffee that morning? Yes. But, and about point is, so I said this is the last time. This is the last circumstance in which I would pop a zen. Because I'm already so fucking buzzing, and like a ad- anxious and adrenaline heavy 
that I was like, if someone offered me a Zen right now, I would fucking, I would take it and whip it back in their face and say, do you even know what I'm going through right now? But sometimes when the adrenaline fades, mm. you you go, oh, I actually like that. I was fucking humming. Right. And that's why Zen's great. Yeah. You just got to know. You got to know when to take it. You, you know? got it. You got to not, you, you can't be afraid of people thinking you're a bitch. <laughs> I just love that Norm McDonald joke that went over that interviewer's head when the Kenny Rogers song, but you got to know when to fold them. Yeah. And then one, the in the chorus is, know when to walk away, know when to run. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then, so, this got, these kids were interviewing Norm McDonald in Vegas, like in a poker room, and they had like a little booth to the side. Yep. So they're interviewing Norm McDonald because he's always there. And uh there was he was in town for some celebrity tournament. And Kenny Rogers there was like a picture of Kenny Rogers and Norm McDonald from like the nineties. Yeah. Playing poker. And then so the kids were like, Oh, that's cool. Like the the author of uh you know, that fucking iconic song about poker, you got to sit next to him. And then Norm McDonald goes, Oh yeah, I played with him a few times. He goes he goes, it was kind of weird though. Every now and again, he would just he would just run away from the table and never come back. <laughs> uh, there's something about taking song lyrics that everyone loves literally. Oh, it's great! And then exposing how funny it would be if you take it literally. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it's fantastic. Yeah, me too. And the Leonardo DiCaprio memes about the re- the um. Because I was thinking metaphor how Rose says they'll never let go, Jack. And yeah. then she physically lets him go. Right. 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 Which makes sense. Right. Um, but so that made me laugh because DiCaprio, I don't know what happened. He just dumped his girlfriend or something. I really don't care. But all the it became relevant like a month ago. And so all these memes are there. Yeah. Because someone figured out that anytime a girl turns 26. Yeah. He just breaks up with them. Right. And for some reason, I guess it took a while to know that the pattern was that specific. Right. Like, obviously, everyone always knew that he only dated young women, but like, there was someone figured out that it's always 26. Right. But that's when he puts you out to pasture. Yeah. And then, um, and then one of the memes, <laughs> one of the memes was Leonardo DiCaprio, like, fr- like frozen in the water, hanging on the door. Yeah. And it said, like, I always wondered why Jack didn't try harder to fit on the door. And then he goes, and then I realized, and it was split screen, and it says Kate Winslet's, no, it says Rose Dawson's age in Titanic. It says 26. <laughs> it's like such a perfect. Oh, that's good. The thing, that's great. When memes are done right, they're, they remind you why that whole, you know, portion of the culture really took off. I mean, a meme can do more than an entire uh, 90 minute comedy movie. Oh, yeah. That's rich. There are so many memes where I haven't seen them in like two years. There's the fly. Where? It's on the tennis ball. Oh, fuck. I don't have the salt gun. <clears throat> See if I can get it. You're not going to be able to get that fucking thing. Are you kidding me? Wait. Oh, God. You're still tied. 
Ah, uh, he's cutting his losses, folks. Yeah, I'll get the gun now. It might still be on the shoe, I wonder. You have to... There's a safety by your thumb that you got to push down. Yep. Is it still on the shoe or not? It was on the left shoe. I'd be shocked if the fucking thing is still there. Fuck. The safety thing has to be pushed all the way forward. Like, turn it. Fuck, this guy can't use a gun. That. Yeah. That looks correct. And it's been cocked fully, and then you put it back forward. Oh, he got it. Folks, he got it. It's dead? Yep. Folks, the fly is dead. <laughs> this guy shot it with a salt gun. That's all right. You don't need to find the body as long as it's dead. Oh, perfect. It's dead as fuck. Yeah, I don't even fucking worry about it. Just put it on the counter. I'll deal with it later. Like I said, folks, jam-packed. I just killed an animal on our, sh on our live show. This is the type of show you want to video. I was going to be so pissed if I couldn't figure out that salt gun because it was right there. Yeah, that would have sucked, huh? This is like... That, that almost reminded me of a Joe Rogan type thing. Oh? Just he'll go on rants about fucking flies and shit. Really? Yeah, like someone will go, uh, he'll have some, you know, uh, African studies scholar from Colombia on, and he'll be going, um, yeah, I mean, what we learned from the Civil War with, uh, you know, Rwanda and Idi Amin and all the conflict that was going on down there and uh, in that part of Africa, and Joe Rogan will go, you ever seen the fucking water buffalo down there, bro? Like, it's fucking crazy. And the guy will just be like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he'll be like, yeah, man, I saw this video of of a guy uh, just walking down the street and a water buffalo just gored him right in the fucking asshole and just flung him like 30 feet. And the guy died. And the guy's just like, oh, yeah. But anyway. Jamie, can we pull that up? Yeah, yeah. Jamie, pull that up. It's crazy, man. Jamie will go. Oh, all I see here is that uh, there's been like 13 deaths from water buffalo in the last 10 years. It's crazy, doesn't man. doesn't specify any asshole goring though. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate Jamie. Hate's a strong word. Hate is a really strong word, dude. I wouldn't use the word hate to describe my feelings for Jamie, actually. But you know, something about him. He's just such a pussy. Why did you, you know? get a notification about this? Makes no sense. It makes no sense. Someone on Reddit is looking for Paolo Nutini tickets in Brussels. What? Why did I get a notification about that? I don't know. Actually, you know what it probably is? The new Paolo Nutini album's great. It's probably because I p posted that picture of the sleeping Paolo. Mm, or if you ever like bought in the Paolo Reddit. Oh yeah, you never saw him, right? No. Yeah, so you never bought a ticket or anything. So that's got to be it. I hate to fucking even do this, dude. I'm really sorry. Oh, no. Paolo Nutini does the thing that I hate that some people do. Oh, the way he sings kind of pisses me off. Really? Yeah. Go on. Um, 
he does that thing that's like cool now uh where people add almost like a lisp and like sing with like the front of their throat it's really hard to explain but hold on oh um I'm going to consult the playlist. Well, also, is this newer Apollo? Because I think the old Apollo sung way better. Why is the... You know who I fucking hate is that guy Milky Chance? Who the fuck is that? You've heard him. You just don't know it. He blows, dude. God damn it. Why can't I find that fucking... What's What Paolo Nutini song is on that, that playlist? That fucking, um, like, Annie's playlist. Oh, is it Coming Up Easy? Yes, thank you. Oh, I love that song. For fuck's sake. Coming Up Easy. All right, here we go. Oh. Now, don't get me wrong. This song is fucking sick. But just the way he sings grinds my gears. He also talks like that, too, though. Mm. He has, like, a... Super intense Scottish accent and talks like lazily. Sunday morning, got the hazy, hazy jeans. I turn to you and inhale you where you lay. You go wander through the garden to await the long, long day and then roll for a while. On a violet flower bed Oh, you kiss my lips again And again and again And then again and then We would watch the sun come I wish I could think of who else does this It's, like, it's not Gavin McGraw, is it? DeGraw, no, I don't think it's him You know who I used to like But now whose voice just annoys me? Oh, uh, who and who and what is uh, Adele's voice now just annoys me. Real, actually, no, I could definitely see that. I feel like she's way too over the top. I feel like there's a Chris that does it. Chris fucks his goddamn name. Chris Daughtry? No, he's like a singer songwriter that plays like acoustic and fucking Chris Stapleton. No, definitely not. Ryan Schmidt. Oh, he would he would do it though. Um, it's like DK Lenders. It's like become a genre of like just sh- singing like this and like having this weird lisp that nobody actually has. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh, fuck, I know who you, I know who you're talking crazy. about. Crazy. Uh, um. And I meant to. But do you actually know his name? Because I feel like there's some modern Maybe. modern guy that doesn't. That oh, there's. I- it's a thing now. It's like the thing to do. Uh that um that goddamn Halsey 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 chick fucking does it. Who the fuck is that? Hold on. Uh, has is it Halsey or Halsey? Maybe they're all copying Paolo because that album's over ten years old. Maybe they are. That album came out in two thousand nine. <laughs> Yeah. Your knees, put you right back on your feet, just so you can take advantage of me. 
Maybe I not. hate I hate whatever that is. Maybe that's that actually bad. makes me so fucking mad. No, listen. Always make the same mistakes, Christ. Oh know. no, you're thinking the um Wait, but he wants me in the kitchen with No, you know what song That's a bad does example. it? Um that uh that dance for me song. Hold on. Yes. Uh Yes. Is this it? Yeah. Exactly, dude. Yep. I actually like this song, but it's like it's so egregious. Oh, wait, so how would you describe this woman's visually, like her voice? Well, so I've already looked at her uh, because I had to. I thought she was some. I honestly thought when I heard this song for the first 15 times, yeah, that she was like some. Skinny, super tan, hot chick with like a tight black ponytail, and she's a great big fat person. Now listen, with blonde hair. I'm. What's her name? Uh like Megan Trainer um, is light years ahead of her. I don't remember her name, but that was. I'll find it. Uh, Dance Monkey has tones and I. Uh, but listen, I'm not. I'm not ridiculous because also artists I really like do it, you know, such as Zach Hansen does it. And I love Zach Hansen. Oh He's yeah. He definitely does it. Fucking great. But does it. This is it. This is oh, literally yeah. Gavin, it. Gavin DeGraw definitely does this too. Yeah. Nobody knows where it is. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're like yeah. you're not a fucking reggae singer. Right. But like they're just like cutting their words short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So Sting does it too. But there's a new fucking guy that oversings everything. He's down on one knee. It's for a snow the You know. Fuck, this is going to drive me nuts. Gavin DeGraw. Yeah, Gavin DeGraw does it really bad then. If Do the radio. You can tell more in the verses. Yeah. He actually sounds like Zachary. See? Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. And it's a big thing right now to do that. Like, if you're an artist that does that, you're just famous. See, okay. I don't think Paulo does that anywhere near as egregiously as that. But I know what you're. I know what you're talking about. There's this one guy. Oh, what the fuck! I don't even know his name. Sunday morning, a hazy, hazy dream. But also, he's Scottish. All those other. Fucking guys are That's Americans true. with fake accents. I should give him a Scottish pass. Because if you hear him talk, he talks like that. If you hear Zach Hansen talk, he's just, he sounds like me. Who's the Chris that I can't fucking think of? Is it not a Chris? And he's like a pop guy, yeah. like a Ed Sheeran type? Yeah. Dude, it's probably the guy I'm thinking of. What's um, his goddamn name? I'm not hip enough to know on, these artists. On. I got to think for a quick second. We can edit this out. We can edit my contemplation out. Okay. I'll do some Googling too. 
No. Oh, oh, fuck. There's a guy, Louis Capaldi, that I'm looking up. I don't think that's him. God damn it, dude. Yeah, this guy drives me nuts the way he sings. Yeah. Doing it. Doing it. That's it. Yep. Fuck that guy. What's that guy's name? I hate this guy. Lewis, it's either Capaldi or Capaldi. C-A-P-A-L-D-I. And he also has no dynamics with his voice. That super, like, stressed singing is how he sings all the time. Yeah, that's it. That's the guy who that's think, not that's the guy. The Chris? That's not the guy. But that's the fucking singing. Yeah. That I fucking Fuck hate that, dude. Everyone's an asshole now. Fuck that. I hate that shit. I'll never think of the fucking person, dude. It's going to drive me crazy. It's almost. Um, Would you say he's in his 30s or 40s? Like a, I'd say he's like 29 or 28 or maybe 31. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's. <laughs> That's so 28 to 31. Uh, I just hate any any kind of overselling. No. Yeah, oversinging blows. Oversinging, overacting. But especially but that that singing is kind of overacting. It is. Because you're that's not why I hate it. You're not actually oversinging. You're singing in a way that's not authentic. Exactly. You're adding a thing that your voice doesn't have. That's why I'll give Paolo the and pass. You add this is what we say. Like this is why, like G Love, I'm like embarrassed for the guy. Like I love G Love, right? You do love him. G Love actually has been doing that. They're basically doing G Love. Yeah, actually, stick it in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Except instead of a lisp, it's uh, like a wisp. I'm so sure I I pulled up glove. You just type in Chris. Oh, for G Love. Ah, uh, I'm sure it's not fucking here. Stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge. That's a bad uh, <laughs> impersonation. impersonation. Dude, I'm telling you, you think that's bad? Go to go to cold beverages. No, I'm literally trying to, but that's not what he sounds like. Stick it in the fridge. And this song fucking rules, by the way. Oh, yeah. I love G-Love. This song is pumped. He just sounds cocked as fuck. But, dude, go to the end where he goes, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. <laughs> he sounds like... <laughs> you sound like a fucking... I sound like, uh, what's his name? Amazing. I'm kind of thirsty. He doesn't even try to finish the word beverages. Nope. Doesn't even care. Oh, yeah, you gotta go back to the bridge. Yeah. Actually, we should cover this song. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, see? Yeah, he's going to stick it in the fridge. <laughs> 
Stuck it in the fridge. Stuck it in the fridge. No, yeah, that's what your, I did. Checking your fridge. Checking your fridge. I, I uh, agree to disagree. <laughs> Uh, oh my god see folks are you glad you stuck around action packed action packed um yeah so basically (laughs) modern day pop music is for the birds yep um g love was fucking cool that's why he gets a pass on doing that yeah on sounding like he got stung in the lip by a bee and um long story short finish like enunciate your words. Yes. Don't just quit on the word like seventy percent of the way through it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you'll always regret it. Because Yo. recordings live forever. No I'm saying ran. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There there are definitely singers who enunciate and they sound great to the end of time. You know? Like Sinatra said, my fickle friend he would over pronounce. Oh yeah. He would he would harshly enunciate. He wouldn't slur. Yeah. You know? That's right. No, that's fucking right, dude. Jesus Christ, my fickle friend, the summer wind. I love that song, by the way. Oh, Summer Wind? That's my favorite Sinatra song ever. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm literally I'm fucking with you, dude. Um I guess that's it. Oh yeah, wait, real quick. Oh, nope. Since it's jam packed. Yeah, yeah. Pack it up. I love Ray Lamontagne, so I don't want to get you going on speaking badly of him, but he does a tooth whistle. And I it doesn't stop me from loving the songs. There are so many songs of it. This Ray Lamontagne's album. Uh, Supernova is so fucking good And this is This is one of my favorite songs on the whole album But he does a tooth whistle That drives you crazy Oh I remember this Listen when he says movies Yeah Wait Let me fast forward to the Listen when he says movies Oh, even there. Yeah. He's like the woodchuck in Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) Dude, every time you think the words stop. Dude, I would easily cut that out as an engineer. Imagine if he like Oh what a great song Imagine if he So Dan Iroback from the Black Keys Produced that album Yeah And imagine Ray's like Dude can you edit that out I'm kind of fucking Embarrassed by my tooth whistle And he's like And then Dan Iroback's like Nah dude I hate How people Stop enunciating words Halfway through We, <laughs> we need to keep that in You can't You can't just give up on a word 70% of the way Yeah fair enough Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, is that it? Yeah, I think so. I just think it's funny that it's like driving movie. Right. That's the thing. Like that's, a minute that's later. That's what makes it so funny is when it, you're like, oh, he didn't do it there. Wait. <laughs> oh. oh, Jesus. Yeah, I think that's it. Anyway. All right, folks. We'll see you next week. All right. Thanks, Boo, for writing in.
Why are we wasting this seven pounds of meat? I'm so sure.